I think you're a sexist, misogynist dinosaur. A relic of the Cold War. Welcome to episode 178 of After All This Time, always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Mark Zuckerberg of the podcast, yes, because he's got issues and some people are furious about it. It's producer Joe Power. (laughs) (laughs) That's an incredibly timely joke. I wonder if that will still be timely by the timely this comes out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so for listeners, we're talking at... Like earlier this week, when Facebook, Instagram, and and I don't think this is a coincidence, WhatsApp is Ooh. down now. Mm. Now cast your mind back, guys. Remember when Tom Toll was saying, "I can't stand iMessage. I'm a WhatsApp guy. I don't send texts. I sent. We've done it again. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm so sorry, world. We even said to everyone, join the WhatsApp group, and. Yeah. Everyone tried, and the servers overloaded, and now, now the so, world can't talk to each other. It's awful, stupid. So today, listeners, and you, uh, sorry if you're going to be sick in your mouth from hearing this, but we had to talk through iMessage mm. today to set this up, and then to get the Zoom link, Pat had to email us. Yeah. At at gmail dot com. Get in touch. Get it. Join join the Zoom call. Yeah, but, so uh, WhatsApp issues. So there's no WhatsApp. There's uh, there's no Facebook. There's no Instagram. There's no petrol. There's no. Hope. I was going to say, do these all run on <laughs> petrol? <laughs> well, they're all they're all Facebook connected, aren't they? Has Facebook been? Is Facebook in charge of petrol as well? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Because all the other things. Well, could... What what are petrol pumps? Are they like Facebook likes? What can you pump on Facebook? Well, Is that a thing? I, tell you what, I Facebook... don't go on there. Facebook was one of the things blamed for Brexit, so you could blame yeah. this all on Facebook, really. So mm. Zuckerberg, someone should do a film about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tom, how has your week been, mate? Very busy. Very oh, busy. Oh, here he is. Yeah. Look at him. Uh, I've not felt great, but I've had to keep going because I had something on in both daytime and nighttime. Um, so I just had to keep plowing through uh thursday i was in i had to go for a wardrobe of a thing that i'm uh filming tomorrow so just don't do that <laughs> <laughs> i'll bleep it out it's fine <laughs> and then uh i was gigging in the evening in maidstone uh and then friday i had a uh i was going to go see the many saints of newark but then i had a casting so i'd do a casting then go to a gig um in uh, Covent Garden, which was lovely, and then on Saturday I had to uh, go to a gig in Bristol, so it's a long, long old drive. And then Sunday met with our friend uh, Lee and Emily. Uh, went for a meal with them, and then I went for a meeting um, at the pub where the gigs, the gig I'm putting on is going to be, uh, which is already sold out on Thursday, and we've already started selling well, tickets for the November show, which is amazing. Amazing. Um, so yeah, it's been a. Uh, it's been got... a good week, and then uh... so you actually had a meeting at a pub, not like how no, I actually... would say I've got a really important meeting. It was kind of like a rundown. It wasn't really a meeting. We didn't sit down. We sort of walked around where the gig would be and spoke about what we need. And so yeah, it's been, it's been full on. But I think, but now I seem to be coming out the other side of it, and I'm not as ill as I was. But at the start of the week, I was just looking at it, thinking 
I can't really afford not to go to these things. But I, and as I was going along, I was having because also I had to have COVID tests every time I was going to a different thing. And then a guy, mm. he, guy even turned up at my house and gave me a COVID test. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty full on. How has your week been, Pat? My week, my week's been good. I had a good weekend. I saw. What did I do? Did I do anything on the Friday? No, I didn't do anything on the Friday because I was very hungover from the Thursday. We had a, uh, a girl at work who left, so we had leaving drinks on the Thursday night, and I got dragged to um, the Piano Works, which is a club oh. in London. You know London, yeah. so you know, know where that is. And, Best um, city. They dragged you there. It, oh, it was. I was coerced. It was. It, it was. Were you it was dragged my like a, kind of an insulate Britain protester <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. off the road and into the club no it was my favorite kind of peer pressure it was beer pressure nice. and Hello. what's weird is i had to text steph because steph met my family a few weeks ago and nothing against my family but Uh-oh. we <laughs> said that a certain time of the day we would try and leave because we had a busy day the following day so we were like right at eight o'clock we'll start saying our goodbyes we'll be out there at half eight we didn't oh, get yeah, out of there till 10 what um, happened and other people kept turning up to this party. It was a really good party. Oh, it was a family party, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was a very difficult party to leave because everyone was having fun. But just as we were like, okay, now's our chance, we got accosted by my sister and my cousin who started chanting, one more drink, one more drink. And (laughs) it was so weird. Like They walked away. I was like, fine, one more drink. They walked away to get it. And I saw my aunt who was throwing the party. And she was like, you guys off? We were like, yeah, and she was like, no, come on, one more drink, one more drink. We were like, are you kidding? You're doing the same chant. Have you all rehearsed this? Anyway, on Thursday night when we were out for these leaving drinks, one of my colleagues um, was like, you're not going, are you? Come on, one more drink. And I was like, what, what is happening? Is that, when did that become a thing? I think people just found your weakness, Pat. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it worked every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I was I was very hungover on Friday, so I didn't do anything Friday. But then on Saturday, I did meet up with Mr. Joseph Power, me, um, and we went to the cinema to see the Many Saints of Newark. Really enjoyed it. Um, nice time. Went with some other friends as well. Michael's Corner, our friend Joe, our friend Angelo. Really nice time. We went to the pub afterwards and had some drinks. What did I do Sunday? I don't think I did anything Sunday. Sunday's a day for getting your arms ripped off. So no, no one at the cinema said... Uh, you don't read. No one at the cinema said, uh, Pat, come on, one more film. <laughs> oh, damn it. No. I was one of five people to see it in the screening today. Um, and they came oh, in very late, just as the film was about to start. It was uh, two, uh, two couples. And I was like, oh, I really thought I was going to have the cinema to myself. The dream. Mm-hmm. But, uh, oh, I saw, I saw someone in the front row of our screen. I don't know if you noticed this, Joe. Was, uh, she was living the dream. She had, uh, she had shoes off, feet up, oh. over the rail in front. It was a little, little bit distracting. That's, too, I mean, that is too much. Yeah, that's that's like that's like uh, Quentin Tarantino was directing her attendance at that screen. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoyed how much, um, like, there's just a shot of Venom's foot in the new Venom trailer or something, and everyone's going, mm. "Oh, Tarantino's directed Venom." <laughs> <laughs> so how's your week been, uh, Joe? Yeah, nice. Uh, uh, well, I went to the cinema with Pat on I'm, Saturday. I'm happy to, if we want to talk around it, how we enjoyed that film, because obviously a surprise is a huge part of Pat's life. Mm. Mm. Um, All our lives. Yeah. It didn't feel like it. I enjoyed it, but 
I enjoyed a, it wasn't a Sopranos movie was it if, I think if you were going in going this is about the Sopranos you'd be very disappointed and I think the promotional material has really done it a disservice because it kind of the promotional material put me off a little bit because I was like I don't need uh, I don't need the movie that they're selling here mm. And like, I would like all the characters from the show to appear almost as much as they did. But I'm like, we don't need a, a young Tony story because we got we mm. basically got all of that through his therapy and his flashbacks. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it paid off the ending because it was like, I, that's not the story they've told. The very mm. end, I was like, that's not the story you've just told. Like, I, I don't maybe you thought you did, but you haven't. To have the music and go, you've, you've basically... It it felt it felt like um, someone had written a story, and it was a good story. And then someone went, you know what? You should just insert some Sopranos characters into this. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed it know. because I... it was it was what I was expecting, uh, which uh, was I, not yeah. much Soprano stuff at all. In fact, I, there was probably even more references to the show than than I would have liked. I liked I liked them obviously, and all the big laughs came from. You know, the, the Captain America going, I understood that reference. You yeah, know, all the big mm. laughs in the movie came from those little callbacks to the show. Yeah. But I would much rather if they'd more told their own story, just a brand new story. Mm. And then maybe have the, like, have it bump into the Sopranos right at the end. But the the family it is that you're going to be seeing some of those characters. You're just naturally going to be seeing them. I, I liked it. I liked I, it. I did. Do you know what, though? I didn't think it needed to be a movie. I thought oh, it could have worked it perfectly been... as a two-hour... Special no, I, on I TV. thought it was so much better as a, a mini series. Yeah, I could have easily. I thought. I thought the leads were great. I just thought that. Um, I thought it was quite tacky making it into like tacking it onto Sopranos. I just thought it was completely unnecessary. Um, I could have watched the original, well, not original characters, but the characters that you hadn't seen before. I could have watched more of them and made it a movie about them. I, I just thought it was a bit. Um, it was a bit of a cash in, really. Because I just it was very for a bit Star Warsy prequel really when you go you kind of want to tell a new story but then you're going oh but we're gonna have this guy and you like, remember him um, mm. so yeah mm. a bit clumsy it was fine I but... don't know I I didn't get that at all because I was it, it's it's what I was prepared for like here's a character that you do hear a lot about on the show but who is not there when the show begins. Mm. You know, their their story is already over by the time the show starts. But you do hear a lot about them. And you always wonder what their story is. And it's like, well, n- now we got that. What's clumsy is, do you remember they made the Sopranos PlayStation 2 video game? Mm. Yes. That was clumsy because it's like, that's stories running concurrent to what's happening in the show and characters turning up. and But it has no real effect on the continuity. Like, that's that's quite cl- that's a massive cash-in. I didn't think the movie was a cash-in. I just didn't think it needed to be a movie. But I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed bits of it. I think I think if you've waited this long for a, for a Sopranos movie, it was like, well, it wasn't worth the wait. And also, yeah, I think, I can kind I think of once that. again, it comes to circumstances. I think you two saw it, saw it in a group of friends. You're going to naturally like it, you know, jerking each other off while you do it, and you're going to love it. Ah. And then, but in, the, massive, in the cold yeah, light of day, massive... yeah, in the cold light of day, I think if you watched it again, you'll go, oh, yeah, this is just fine. It's not a good, it's not a great movie. It's fine. It's a good movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than I, good. I do think that I mean, I've I've always got the opposite opinion of you uh, that you've got, Tom, because I do think I think as a standalone movie without 
if you, you I don't think you can watch and enjoy it the same way if you haven't watched and enjoyed The Sopranos because like for, even like the big revelation in the film is purely because you've you're invested in The Sopranos. I don't even think a casual fan of The Sopranos would really. I know. But so, if say say for example, you ha- if you haven't watched The Sopranos in ten years, I I don't think that ending would have really hit. True. I think it's only if you I think really of, remember it. I think because of that um, revelation, mm. um, the film's kind of pointless. How do you mean? I so. No, I think it. I think it. I think it tells a story of a character that you. Yeah, but I, you hadn't met properly. I think. Um, no, but I think no because if you get it, it the the twist, like you say, the twist, the the revelation only works if you watch the TV series. If you watch mm. that film, you would go, a bit weird. If you have only watched that film without the prior knowledge of the TV series, you would go, that's a bit weird. There wasn't. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, my, also, that's that's my point. That's what I'm saying. It, I say. I say. I think. It has to be tied to the Sopranos. You're saying it shouldn't be tied to the Sopranos. I'm saying it has to be tied to the Sopranos to work for it to work. Yeah, because I really enjoyed it as an as an addition to the Sopranos. Yeah, but, that's but you also need you also need knowledge of the Sopranos. Like beforehand, before I saw it, I'm thinking, oh, prequel. Maybe I could show this to people that have never watched Sopranos. After those first two minutes, I'm like, mm. no, no, this needs to be watched afterwards, even though it's a prequel. Mm. It gives away a lot of things that, or some very big things that happen. In the Sopranos, it gives away who certain characters are. Of course, yeah. How certain characters die, things like that. Are, are many of them given away in the first thirty seconds. Mm, so, yeah. I think if you watch them, that's but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be tied into the Sopranos yet, but like I just think that it just felt like the Sopranos characters were written in after they had written them, they had sketched out the plot. Yes, yeah, that's where I disagree, because the whole point of it is that it's leading up to this thing that's going to shock you, or like, not necessarily an unsolved mystery, but something you were never sure about in The Sopranos, it answers that question for you, and that's like basically the end of the film. Yeah. So it, I, it's, fu- it's fully it's fully a Sopranos film, that's where I disagree, but I, I do think without The Sopranos, if you take that script and just make these characters something else... Then yeah, I I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I because I think the the added Sopranos references and all the little Easter eggs made me enjoy it. But then also probably the fact that it was a Saturday night and I was drinking beer. Yeah, I will say this. I will say this. Almost anything Sopranos related, and, and give me any episode or any series, and that is a five star in my book. But the movie only gave it four stars. I'm not saying it was a perfect film, but mm. I do think it was better than good. As a Sopranos yeah. instalment. I really enjoyed it, and I thought, as a movie, I thought the the shootouts were very fun because the movie was so static at points that when the bullets start flying, it was quite exciting. Uh, I thought the soundtracks were great. I thought all the performances were great. It was very very funny in parts. Is it, I think was it was it you that made the point, Pat, or maybe our friend Archie? But the better young Tony Soprano was the one that wasn't. Uh, it was the James young Gandolfini's one? Was the son. younger one? Yeah, I, the younger I did one not. Was much better. I did not think Gandolfini's son was good at all. I thought he was nothing. I he was fine. He was nothing like Tony Soprano. Yeah, he, was fine. he was nothing like him. And like accent, isn't that? Voice. But, but also, isn't that kind of the point when you're building up to that? Exactly. That That's what I'm saying. That the... ending doesn't work because you see none of the journey whatsoever. You don't see any change or what. Like it's just like. That's it. But I don't think you need to because you know where it goes anyway. I know. But that's the moment. 
that's the moment where that journey starts. You see who he was and what he grew up in and what everyone's saying about him and the kind of person he can become and if he applied himself. But they're not telling a young Tony story because we really don't need to because that's all been covered. But here's an inciting incident that puts him on straight onto that path. Mm. I liked it. It was very... Um, um, it was very... Uh, Rogue One, here's Princess Leia. At the end. It was very that for that for me I thought I thought they hadn't earned that ending. I was like, because that's not the story they told. Like we say, it's not. And I was just like, so why end with that then? It was just a bit of a mess. Eh. I mean, hey. I don't know about uh, Princess Leia, because she turns up for the the very end. Like she's not in the rest of the movie at all. He is throughout the whole movie. Yeah, but he might as well have not been. He's he's so like just there, and it's just well, like oh. whether he might as well have not been. But he was, so yeah. you can't say that he just turned up at the end. No, because he didn't. He was no, there the whole time. I don't, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Princess Leia. The 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 impact that Princess Leia turning up at the end of um, Rogue One is the same as mm. the impact of that last scene from Many Saints of Newark. In that neither both of them just made you go. All oh, right, that's how he ended the film, is it? It wasn't. It wasn't a good ending. It was just a okay. I think it's. I think I. I thought the ending was just like, it was basically just. You wait until many sets of Newark Part Two, buddy boy. I, I think which is not what I wanted from it. Mm. I didn't want it to be setting up a sequel. I did get those vibes from it that there was still, even though it told quite a complete story, it did feel mm. like we've got these younger actors now who are good at playing these characters as younger versions mm. if the movie does very well i'm sure it, it wouldn't take much to te- well i'd say that it wouldn't take much to tempt him to do another one how long has it been since the show finished like 14 years yeah it's yeah. taken him quite a while to come back and go i got another story i want to tell so i don't think he would do it just for the money hey what is obvious though is that just like the end of the sopranos split people the end of the movie mm. is clearly split people guy doesn't know how to write a satisfying ending <laughs> well, listen, I, I gave it for everyone I gave it three stars but most of that was down to the first hour which I really enjoyed because I was like right I like this and then I just felt it lost its way um, and then gave us this ending which it was like oh that's not the story you've just been telling me for an hour right. two hours we've covered it we've covered our points yeah I think. okay I'll so in, in, <laughs> in it's certain, what it's, I like there, what I like there, Tom, is you went, <laughs> you did that thing where when people tell stories, like I, I, you know, I really enjoyed the first hour. I was like, okay, I like this. <laughs> it's like I, I like the idea that you were actually like that an hour yeah. in, like, right? Okay, hour in, I yeah. like this. Announcing to the other five people in the room, four, and then oh, they were they were shocked <laughs> when you came out and said three stars at the end. We had a debate. Yeah, I said, "Come on, lads, one more drink." Um, I said, yeah, that. Yeah, um, it's not. I tell you what, I didn't. I didn't hate it by any stretch of imagination. I. It's not. Um, once upon a time in Hollywood, I'm not. Uh, you know, the, the other time you guys were wrong. It was. Uh, it's just. It's just a good. It's just a decent movie. But like you say, it could have been a TV movie. Could have been a TV series. Didn't need to be a movie. And yeah, there we go. But that's part of it, isn't it? We don't always agree. It is. We don't always agree. But guys, it is time for regular feature Potter Watch. What? 
And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang, bring you Potterwalk. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do, guys, uh, because Potter Watch is such a hit, I'm just going to Google Harry Potter and hit news and see what comes up. And um, Daily Mail, one day ago, Harry Potter star Rupert Grint wins barn planning battle with neighbours. Hooray! Yes. So that's some good... Is that to put up a barn or take a barn down? Well, let's find out. Uh, let's go through it, mate. I don't want to get. Oh, I'm just going to pop ad blocker on just because I don't want to give Daily Mail any ad revenue. Um, Harry Potter star Rupert Grint has claimed victory in his battle with neighbours. Oh, they've seen that I'm using an ad blocker. I don't want to disable it, Daily Mail. He's claimed victory in his battle with neighbours to turn part of his country estate into three eco friendly family homes. Very isn't nice. It's lovely, isn't it? He's 33 years old got an estate yeah. that's someone anyway. that's someone who wants to be eco-friendly but doing it in a way that doesn't mean they're going to get punched and dragged <laughs> off the road yeah uh, that's, someone, that's someone who's doing their cause a, a, a service instead of doing their cause a disservice yeah. I mean fair enough he's, uh, he's peeing off his neighbours but you know and wouldn't it be yeah. good to get along with your neighbours but uh, Harry Potter's Tom Felton shares update about his health after collapsing during a golf match. Yeah, that was yes, quite scary. how is he? It was. He, he described it as scary, but he says he's on the mend. So that's good news. Good, good, Tom. Um, anything else? No, it's mostly about Tom Felton uh, collapsing during a golf match. But that was... Uh, you guys seen anything to do with Harry Potter recently? No, but I'll tell you what I've seen. Go on. I've seen a little-known war... <laughs> the Cold War. Hello. Lightning seeds, off you go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the Cold War was seen... It wasn't an armed conflict. It was a geopolitical tension. A long period of geopolitical tension between the USA and the Soviet Union. They were the only remaining superpowers after World War II. It started in 1946, the year after World War II began. Uh, they did. And it's uh, yeah. basically, it all connects back to Vietnam and um, the Korean War. USA well, had a foreign policy of Soviet containment. It didn't want communism to spread. And when did it end? 1991. What happened? The collapse of the Soviet Union. There you go. So, so, who, so Tom, de, so declare a winner. USA. You win. Oh. I don't know if well anyone else well um, When you said that it was between the USA and then there was a pause and you said Soviet Union, Joe, you went, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Tom halfway through a movie, you declared your love for the Soviet Union. That is, uh, I, I like, I, I like this to be a feature, Tom. You, I think you should be declaring the winners of these wars. USA won. Well, basically, it's weird. USA it's estimated 11 million people were killed throughout all by various proxy wars fought by the. Mm. So the Vietnam War is seen as a proxy war of the Cold War, and that was the deadliest because 3.5 million were killed. Like so, a sub, like a sub war. Yeah, a sub war. So a war within a war. Um, 
Um, and obviously there was the nuclear arms race during the Cold War and that had to show a peak in nuclear weapons stockpile, right? where both countries had over 50,000 nuclear weapons. And when two tribes go to war, what happens? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, when two tribes go to war, you've got to relax. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> also, stockpiling, as we've seen, like, okay, you might stockpile all your nuclear weapons, but then there'll be some people who need them. Yeah, what about and Gladys? Can't get any. What about Gladys? And she needs her nuclear weapons. And she's mm, turning she's up at the shelves are empty. The shelves, shelves are all empty for nukes. Yeah, and someone's going to take a picture of that and stick it on social media and make us all feel bad. Not tonight, because yeah. social media's down. Poor old Gladys. So, yeah, uh, both countries used extensive spying technologies against one another. Ooh. That's good. The USA had the CIA, and the Soviet Union had the KB, KGB. So it was the, oh. yeah. Uh, obviously yeah, during very, that- Very yeah, KGB. Yeah, this, can't, can't trust them. Very dumb, lovely. <laughs> That's good. That's good, that's good. And they had their cousin, Cardi B. Um, so <laughs> oh, good, good again, good again. Um, the loads of things that always had the space race going on, they did not like each other throughout these years. You know, that's, that's why there was a proper race to put the first man in space and the first man in the moon. War. 1-1. One, one. First man on the moon. 1-1. One, one. On the moon. Yeah, 1-1. Oh, this is interesting. The phrase, third world country, was a reference to a country who wasn't aligned to either the United States or the Soviet Union during the Cold War. The term mm. is commonly used today to reference a developing country. So, yeah. There we go. And uh, yeah, that's and that is, that is so. Interesting. But that it's, is interesting. it's not just that, guys. He's only he's had to double war it today. What? Oh, of course. Oh. He had requests. War of the Roses. Hello, Stone Roses versus Guns and Roses. House of Lancaster versus the House of Yorkshire. Why is it called the War of the Roses, Tom? I'll tell you why. Because one of them, they both had this um, emblem symbol, was a rose. Red rose, yep, right. white rose. Who was the kings of both of them? Well, you, on one side you've got Henry, the other, Henry the uh, Seventh. The other side mm-hmm. you've got old Richard, Duke of York. So, was he a grand old? Or was and he, he had 10,000 men. He did. Uh, he wasn't that one. He uh, who who won? Yeah. Who won? Uh, the, one of the roses. Henry. He won. Henners. He defeated Richard III to end the War of the Roses in 1487. It was a vicious and bloody civil war, and he was the founder of when the House start, of Tudor. It started in 1455 with the Battle of First St Albans. So it was uh, yeah, 55. So let's do some quick maths. Quick maths. 32 years. A long old war. Oh, that's too long. That's, that's, a, that's too a big war. Yeah. Come on. You'd move. You'd move after one. Yeah. And obviously yeah. Richard, Richard uh, was famously buried in a car park in Leicester. He was, wasn't he? Let's make, make sure you get planning permission before you do something like that. Um, uh, and when, what was the battle that, where Henry finally defeated him? Oh, you'll uh, know it. You'll, you'll know the battle when I say it, and then you'll go. I must have heard that in television programs loads of times over the years, and never thought that that actually had 
real historical significance. What's the What's the Battle of the Bulge? I think that's to do with Northern Ireland. Is that, is that... I'm sure we'll get around to covering it at some point in this segment. That or Bosworth? Bosworth. So okay. you mean you've heard it and you've just never gone, oh, that's actually where. Yeah, and then uh, the Battle of Stokefield brought an end to... So that was when uh, Richard uh, III died. But then two years mm. later, the House of York at the Battle of Stokefield... But house, uh, the House of York was defeated at the Battle of Stokefield. This brings the War of the Roses to an end. Thank you. There we go. Um, okay, well... Uh, any, any Pat, do you, have, do you have a war in mind for, for the next... Well, that, that whole War of the Roses has put me in the mood for Tom to recount the War of the Five Kings, but it's mm. not a real war. So, no. um, do we want a real war? Oh, this, uh, I, I don't think, yeah, surely we not, we could, we haven't run out of enough wars that we have to resort to, no. to fictional wars. <laughs> give me a Star War. <laughs> yeah. um, give me, i tell you what, Tom, here's what I'd like from you, mate. Uh... I would like. I would just like the uh, the American Revolution, getting getting rid of us oh. lot. Oh, controversial! Mm. I'd like to know about that. And, I t- and also, to, just to justify, <laughs> just to justify <laughs> the uh, the lightning seeds, uh, you should like chuck in some other facts, like who was number one, other headlines at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yes, good good idea, good idea. So uh, um, for this one, it wasn't at the time, yeah. but a few years later. Um, Henry the Seventh son, Henry the Eighth. He had a hit with green sleeves. There you go. So, right, sweet. So we've. This, uh, is, like, this is like a little dip in the fencing. This is good. What's this number is good. one in the in the theaters? Uh, number one was uh, six musical about Henry's wives. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is a dip. What was it? So this Film is... the other the other Berlin girl. Um. The, uh, Tom, that is good. See, it's off the top of his dome. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Joe? Yes. Did you cry, mate? Yes, I cry. Um, a snack. Snack. Uh, snack. Oh, boy. Do do I cry? I haven't had many new snacks this week, actually. Um, but I tell you what, my friend uh, Steve, I think I mentioned this last week. Uh, from the band Codes in the Clouds, he bought me some German snacks. Uh, I thought he'd bought me some. Uh, how, we learned how it was pronounced last year, Liebkuchen, but it Ooh. wasn't. It was. Uh, it was like this. It was really nice, actually. It tasted a bit like uh, like a Jaffa cake. It was very very Moorish. It was a thing called um, Domino's mit uh, Zarbitter Schokolade, which I think is dark chocolate. I don't know. Uh, uh, doppelt Gefult. I don't know what that is either, but it was uh, it was very nice, uh, and that's my recommendation. If you go to Germany, get the Domino's <laughs> Lambert's Domino's Lambert Lambert's Domino's. They were ve- Lambert's with a Z because it's cool, uh, and that was another thing that I overindulged on in the last week, adding to <coughs> my belly and my bluebies. Um, yeah. Sounds like that was your uh, Edelweiss. Come on. Hello, that's good. That's very good. Edelweiss. Oh, vice, because it's a vice. Edelweiss, because yeah. it's German. Oh, <laughs> Lovely. Classic, you walk straight into that Von trap, mate. 
<laughs> Weren't they Austrian? Same, it doesn't matter. Same, same thing at the time, were they? Hitler. No, but Hitler was Austrian, but he was German. They had a, a, a they had a pact. They knew what they were. They they were together. Now, firmly, firmly two different countries. Back then, yeah. Do you know? Actually, oh, I had another thing, and this these were great. Uh, I think they're just from like Lidl or Aldi or something, but they're they're salt and vinegar, they're chipsticks, but they're not the chipsticks that you, you're thinking of, like the puffed ones. Mm-hmm. It's basically imagine like like ridged crisps, you know, like uh, like McCoys or something, like ridged crisps, mm. but just the individual ridges. So they were oh, super right, okay. thin, uh, but like so Moorish, because it's one of those ones where like if you're feeling like a pig. I'd like I, I did. You could just like open the bag and just start tipping immediately. Yeah, I was gonna say you could probably get like twenty in your mouth. You wouldn't having one in your oh, mouth would make so no. Much. You wouldn't feel it, would you? Exactly. No, you'd want you want what... a fistful, like like picking up a whole wad of spaghetti. Yeah. You'd want Absolutely. to just bite into the whole. I would fully advise you either eat it uh, on your own or around loved ones. It's not it's not for public because you will not get the fun of the chipstick at a party. But you do need to be. So don't eat yeah. it around strangers. Don't. You can eat it around strangers if you don't respect them, or you don't care if they have respect for you. But if mm. it's like it has to be people you're very comfortable with, I think. So. That's the thing. I don't want to lose my friends and family by eating this snack in the way I want to. I wouldn't judge you, so we, I would happily. Okay. I would happily just sit and watch you do that for hours. <laughs> yeah, but with like my, fa- I want to get invited to family parties again, so maybe sure. I will not indulge. Okay, that's fair enough. I, t- I, c- I can also tell you, I can tell you a snack I didn't have. Oh, I, uh, I can oh, tell you a ton oh. of those. Yeah. Well, my, it's a very specific snack, Patrick. Oh man. I didn't have a toffee crisp this week. <laughs> oh no. Oh Pat. No. No. Oh, you know how much we got the show. It? I, I was going re- to said... review toffee crisps. Oh, I Pat. said, oh, I better set that reminder. Um, and I didn't. And it was only when me and Michael's Corner got to North Greenwich that I was like, shit, I completely forgot to pick up this toffee crisp. And he was like, there's a Smith's over there. Why don't you just buy him one? I was like, it's not the same. That's <laughs> I can't no, that's not buy what I one. I've already bought one. Buy. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want you wasting money. I also would, I would, I would throw it as far as I could, knowing it wasn't the original one. <laughs> You'd have, you'd, that have seen one was you'd have seen love. the wrapping and been like, "This is nowhere near crumpled enough." There's no way this hasn't been, been sitting a in a cupboard getting bashed for a few weeks. This is but fresh. T- this does this does highlight uh, the ridiculousness of what this podcast has become. The fact that a toffee crisp has been a noteworthy subject for weeks. <laughs> right, listeners, I promise you, next year we're gonna. Right, so at Christmas we're gonna have our break. And when we come back, in whatever form we come back, I promise you we are going to start prepping for for episodes properly. We're going to be a good show again. Can I make a a suggestion for the form? Go on. Short form. Oh, how short are we talking? (laughs) Like 30 seconds. Yeah. I think Tom's joke, Tom's intro joke, and then the bye guys, everyone likes that. Yeah. Uh, If we could just cut all of this bit out... (coughs) Sure. Do the, okay, do right. the intro to Tom, the, do the intro to the quiz, but not the quiz. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do the okay guys. Okay, okay guys, bye guys. Yeah, straight into uh, it. <laughs> and so we need to fit in some something about you know like so. Opening joke, uh, either insinuate that I'm racist or a paedophile. Pat says something about uh, needing alcohol and, yeah. you know, just something self-deprecating. Yes. Okay, guys, bye, guys. I think people would lap that up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's much more bingeable, isn't it? You yeah. could binge it. You could binge it. Yeah, exactly. It's more-ish. Yeah, if you, were, if you were, like, 50 episodes back, you'd catch up in no time. Oh, yeah. Nice we would be the podcast equivalent of that thin crisp. You yes. could just shove them That's, all in in one you go. You could just tip it, tip the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Would well, be, be Vine, but on podcast. Just. Ah, uh, remember? Oh, poor old Vine. Yeah. Bless. Yeah. Uh, but, um. Yeah, so, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, my promise to listeners is that when we come back next year, it will be. It might, we might not even call it after all this time always. Exclusive. After all this time again. After all this time again. That's a good one. Because because if we do eventually go up to Edinburgh, we do want to have AATTA, so we're near the front of the uh, yeah. the program, as Tom yeah. pointed out. I don't think that's ago. a good enough reason just to keep the. <laughs> <laughs> so AATTA. So it stands. So we keep it's the acronym. Yeah. So keep keep the acronym, but we it could stand for something else. So it could stand for all American. All American. How about it stands for All Right Austria, Tom Tolls Apologised. Because I imagine you're going to have to after that. that. was good. That's that's really good. All Right Right. Austria, Tom Tolls Apologised. That is brilliant. Oh, Oh. that's very good. Yeah, let's... All Right Austria, Tom Tolls Apologised. That's happening though, right? So the comma... (laughs) So the only thing is, is that the comma is after the first A instead of after the second T. Nice and easy. All right, Austria. <laughs> no, no, I think it comes after the second. No, it's the second. It's the second, second day, isn't it? It's all right, Austria, comma. Tom comma. Tolls so is, is that is that not what I said? Did I say it came after the first? You yeah. said the first. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't need to apologise to me. Oh, no, no, no. I think it, no, because I think it does. Apologise to Austria as well. Does it not come? Would it? Would a comma not come after the first day and the second day in that instance? No, no. You're, you're thinking of the. Because if, if you're addressing all right, someone, Austria, Tom Tolls apologise doesn't make sense. But you're saying all right, Austria, comma, Tom Tolls apologise. Can an can an English expert please get in touch? Because there's something about me. If I say, if I'm if I'm addressing a specific person, I feel like there should be a comma before their name. But that, I don't know if it's right in that instance. Hey, let me know. English expert. Basically, someone English who's better at being from this country than us. I'm uh, an English expert. I, I speak it every day. Yeah, he does. I've heard him. Apologize. Hmm. That is ge- genuinely, next year, we're gonna, that's what we're going to call the podcast, right? I mean, that's what this episode is called, but next year, can we call I've, the podcast this, that? No, this episode's got to be called One More Drink. <laughs> Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, okay, so listeners, please don't let me forget. <laughs> so um, can you text me and remind me in January, like late January, early February? All I, right, I'll be I think on the, the toffee crisp. <laughs> no, on the toffee crisp. I think you constantly change it. You, you do um, Ian Brown. Oh, F-E-A-R. F-E-A-R. Yeah, Lovely. just constantly, constantly every week, just come out with a new one. Only if we can do better than All Right Austria, Tom Tolls Apologise. Yeah, we're not going to do better than that, but... Because that's, just... that's, that's so... Because what is this podcast about? It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
He's apologised. So apologized. let him be. He lumped them all in together. <laughs> and the sign off won't Can we be just... by, guys. That's it such a. Austria, I'm sorry. Austria, I'm Music. sorry. This is so... That's so good because it, should ne... it just never needs to be explained. It's yeah. like, so what is he apologising for? Does it matter? He's apologised. You apologized. let it go. Just... That's the thing. <laughs> Why are you still going on about You're yeah. obsessed with this, Austria. Yeah. Come on, Austria. <laughs> um, also, also, you know what? We might dig, do a bit of research and find out actually there's nothing to apologise for. <laughs> you never know. You know what I mean? If so anything, that, if anything the... after they unleashed him on the world, they, I, they're very quiet about it. Let's so face it, Germany this... take, took a lot of the apologising thing. They where really, a... hello, actually, Austria, you sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. A few history lessons actually, later. Actually, Austria. Actually, Austria. We've Tom learned. Tom's anticipating actually, an apology. Yeah. Actually, Austria. Actually, Austria. <laughs> Tom Toll and, yeah, Tom Toll asks. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> should, I be, should I be the one apologising? Mm. Hasn't Austria got a little bit of apologising to do? I haven't seen I, that. I think this podcast has a lot of potential. <laughs> Based just... on what? A title that will have no bearing on the content. Yeah, but also... Uh, <laughs> but it could... My my uncle lives in Austria. I mean, I don't, you know, it's got nothing to do with the show, but it's true. Yeah. What it language does he speak? Well, he's, he's, he's from here, but he can speak German as well. So they speak German in Austria, don't they? I think so. So the age of voice, It would be fun to do work. a live show in Austria. Yeah. Let's do it. I've, I've played... <laughs> I've, I've, gigged, I've gigged in Austria before. I've got nothing to apologise. I think I actually... I think I was sick on my own legs in Austria, so maybe we can apologise for that. You've definitely gigged in Austria before, because I remember you telling last year in Berlin. That's uh, that's Germany, Tom. <laughs> Same thing, mate. Oh, it's done it again. <laughs> He's apologised. Stop going on about it. Apologised. I just got you know. It's it's just very confusing when your most famous one is often attributed to another country. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Uh, speaking of apologise, I think it's time you shouted, "Okay, guys." Was it my turn to do the quiz? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, so we can we can leave it a week. Right. So, no. so listeners, no. listeners, genuinely, <laughs> when I'm saying I promise next year we'll do some prep, what I mean is we'll be genu- we'll genuinely get moody with Tom for yeah. not doing prep. Like we'll have we'll have to we'll have a you know we'll go for one of our famous coffees. Do you know what I mean? Like, we'll, we'll no, but, but equally, e- equally, anyone, either of us could have throughout the day been like, who's doing the quiz? Or, Tom, have you done the quiz? Yeah, like, but we could be keeping tabs on each other. Could be. Shouldn't have to, mate. Shouldn't okay, to, mate. guys! Um, Pat, you're doing Lost Season 3. Joe, you're doing yep. Nirvana. Pat. That's correct. Question one. What is Sawyer being held in by the others. A cage. Specifically a bear cage. Which specifically? specifically a polar bear cage. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. 
ridiculous nonsense. <laughs> what? Um, who does Tom Friendly take Kate to see after she showered and in her dress? Benjamin Linus. Very good. Name one person who went on the Elizabeth to try and rescue Jack, Kate and Sawyer. I beg your pardon? Oh, on the Elizabeth. Uh, son. And what? gin and side. And the answer they gave you is gin, <laughs> but you just came okay. all through. <laughs> what body part of the statue do they see on the other side of the island? Uh, it's the foot. Yeah. Who helps Locke bring Echo back? Charlie. Okay. It's fine. And Five. you could argue the island. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, Joe, you're doing yep. Nirvana. Quickly Google Nirvana quiz so I can get the answers up. <laughs> no, hold on, going, I'll scroll down a bit. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, this is really hard. No, okay. hang on, no, no. You know, what? there's what three albums is there? Mm. Uh, there's Bleach. There's Nevermind. There's In Utero. Uh, okay, so what I is... suppose there's Incesticide as well. But... So what is the oh. name of the main hidden track on Inchurio? In- Cheerio? Cheerios. 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 So Cheerios. good to uh, Tom? I don't know. Okay. Neither do I, because it's multiple choice they give me here. It's either Endless okay. Nameless, <laughs> Pen Cap Chew, or Sappy, or gallons of rubbing alcohol flow through the strip. I think either... it's Endless... I think it's Endless Nameless. Is it endless nameless, Pat? It's great if it is. Um, I'll figure out at the end. Is uh, it one of these ones that doesn't give you the answers until you? Oh, the that's end? annoying. Until you've Tom. until the end, and you've got there's fifteen questions. Oh, so. Tom, this is so funny. Uh, right. No, no. Oh, finish the lyric. Look on the Good. bright side. Suicide. Lost eyesight. I'm on your side. Angel. Left wing. Right wing. Broken wing. I don't know. I don't recognise that at all. Is that another one from Inutro? I don't know. Lack of sleep, need of dreaming, or it could be no iron, no sleep, no breathing, lack of iron and or sleeping, of hope and of all things empty. One of those. Well, I tell you, we are we are we're going to have to find out what album that's from, obviously, because if that's a lyric from Bleach, then it's irrelevant to to me because it's, it's yeah. But Tom asked me onwards. a question about the statue, and that was technically series two, but I didn't throw a hissy fit. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't, because you knew the answer. Yeah, that's, that's also true. <laughs> Tom, keep them coming. I'll love, I'll, I'll love I, that. If I'm... Oh, so... uh, right, uh, this one. Um, a member of which band toured with Nirvana on their intur- utero, churio, Cheerios oh tour? My... Utero. Utero. Uh, they were... Oh, it's Pat Smear. Um, but what was the name of his band? Uh, it's like the. Give me the multiple choice, and I will. I will tell you. Alice in Chains. No. Pearl Jam. No. Green Day. No. Meat Puppets. Meat Puppets. Yeah. You, which you gave as an answer last week. Mm. Did uh, I really? Yes. Yeah. For joined them yeah, for fun. the uh, unplugged. What? Actually, I did, I did, yeah. Go on. Oh, go on. Oh well, this is this is technically you know after so. What is the name of the band uh, Chris Novoselic formed after Nirvana? Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember. He was in. I know he was in the f- f- five. No, he wasn't even in them. 
Oh, I don't know. Who was it? Sweet 75? I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't care. Go on, Nick. Last question. <laughs> uh, what... Oh, what is the name of Michael Az- Az- Azarad's biography of Nirvana? Uh, um, oh, I think it's upstairs. <laughs> uh, you see what he's doing? What's he doing? He's I can't trying look, to cover up the camera so he can look on his shelf. I was looking at my bookshelf, but I think that book's upstairs. Uh, is it heavier than heaven or something? Uh, I'll give you the four. There's... It's either Here We Are Now, Entertain Us, which was brilliant. Um, Grunge Masters, which is, again, lovely. Come As You yeah. Are or Corporate Rock. I think it's the first one. Really? But I don't know. I don't really think I have funny. that one. I, I would have thought it would be Come As You Are. Hey, who knows? So, uh, so this is a shambles. Yeah. Are you quickly because like because what what Tom's doing he hasn't been paying attention to me for ages he's been looking up something for a snitch yeah <laughs> it's, it's like his his face it's got no emotion in it he's just going yeah right yeah okay guys that's no that's what you do before the quiz not before the <laughs> no but that's for you to drop in before that's a that's an edit still make it all okay. seamless. Still okay, guys. Oh my god! He's <laughs> still okay. I was, I was fine. Okay. Um, now listen. We all know. There we go. That's the intro. We all know that this podcast has been entertaining. <sighs> That's entertainment. Was a song by the Jam. Yes. I like Jam. My favourite Jam is Strawberry Jam. I'll have it on my toast, please. Please, please tell me now. Was a song by Duran Duran? Someone from the 80s. Please, please tell me now. Yeah. It's a song from the 80s. 1987 was the year I was born and Joe was born and Pat was born. And Pat was born. Born Again was uh, one of the very famous um, ABBA tribute act that once played at the Valley. In front of, uh, I think, Charlton's <laughs> last game of the season. And they were very good. I remember they did water. They opened with Waterloo, which I thought. Were they? Wait, was that was that in was that when they were going to get relegated that season? No, no. Okay. Um, uh, at the Valley, which also host hosted the Who, and we the did. Who was very entertaining. But loudest gig of all time, wasn't it? That gig. I think so. It was certainly the it. big... <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear it. Um, <laughs> but... If the entertainment industry... Oh, Christ. Right? In yep. 2020, the entire global theatrical and home mobile entertainment market totaled how much... So what? But what's that? What What does that mean? Like Netflix? Everything. I'm guessing everything. And here's some clues. It was the lowest figure since 2016 because of the pandemic, and a decline of 18 percent from 2019. That's not. So not Netflix then. It can't include Netflix. Netflix must have rocketed, right? No, but it's the entire 
global entertainment industry. So while Netflix might be shooting up, live music performances will shoot down, right, movie right. will shoot okay. down. Um, so what? So what? What? Just so that's what just global entertainment industry. So the global outside, outside outside of the house, not yeah. home entertainment. Listen to the whole question, mate. In 2020, the entire global, theatrical, and home mobile entertainment market. Right. Total. I'm going to put my head near the microphone because you'll probably hear something pop in a minute. <laughs> Totaled 80.8 billion. In what year? Oh, I've just given you the answer. <laughs> right, for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll find another one. <laughs> I was so intent on reading it out to make sure you got it all, and then I just ended up reading the answer. No, Tom, that's given us a good ballpark. So it's if you can guess now, <laughs> yeah, what 2019 was, and we'll have to do I the genuinely, maths. I thought, I thought you were giving us an example of a year, and then no. you gave us the answer, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Well, you kept going, oh, it just can't include Netflix, even though, what's, what's Netflix come under? Does it come under the home mobile entertainment? I think it bloody does, mate. Not didn't hear the Netflix. word home. Well, then listen, mate. I didn't know if it included any music. It's entertainment, but... Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know, I just didn't know what you meant. Yeah, I, I didn't know what you meant. Yeah. And it's fine. Anyway, my guess... <laughs> Go on. Cut of hundreds. Here we go, here we go, right. A new report by media and tech research firm Amedia estimates that the movie industry will lose how much in 2020 due to the coronavirus? And this... Now we all all know. We all know. That report came out on the 23rd of December 2020, so imagine this is... And Harry Potter was born in... uh, He was born in Privet Drive and... In what year? In uh, uh, a good year, um... And 2020 is also a year. 2020 is also a year. But how many, <laughs> how many, how much money yep. in US dollars USD. did the movie industry lose in 2020 due to the coronavirus? Mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> okay. Um. I mean, it's, it's, that is a, that's a good one because it's, because I've got an answer, but I don't know if that's really undershooting it or if it's like overshoot. I don't know. Because it's going to be an, it's going to be a stupid number, whatever it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's going to be a stupid number because it, especially is because it's all based on projections. It's how much yeah. they are expecting to make mm. as well. So it's not even it's not even anything tangible. Right. Um, I'll, I, right so spurred I, I by got, a, I got a guess. Okay, I'll just give a quick. Another clue. Spurred by a seventy-one point five percent decrease in box office revenue, so seventy-one point five percent less. I'm keeping my my guess. Okay. Well, I'm going to change my guess. Oh, but still, but I I don't know what. I'm going to say, I'm going to keep it round. Shall I go first? Go on. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just going to I'm just going to keep it round. Say ten billion. But I think I think it's I th- I think I'm undershooting, or am I overshooting? I don't know. See, I think I think I might have been overshooting. I'm going to say nineteen. Nineteen bill. And it is Pat Holland that takes it. Thirty-two billion. Ooh. Estimated to have lost. Look at that slick. That's a lot. That's a lot of. <laughs> Look at that slick. 
slick, that slick, slick, slick quiz. Slick. I think that took. I mean, listeners, that's probably edited, but I think that took a good twenty minutes. Good quiz. Good quiz. <laughs> try and, Can't try put a price on quiz. Much of that as I put. Say twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think I've got through the quizzes quite quickly. <clears throat> Do you know what you did? Yeah. Genuinely, from listeners, from the moment Tom realizes he hasn't actually written a quiz to starting the quiz, I wouldn't have cut anything out there. No. So that's how quick Bosh. he started. That's how quick he googled well, lost quick quiz Googler. and started I'm asking questions. I'm a quick Google. He can't take that away from me. I know. I, All right. I know my way so, around a Google. But so Pat takes it. Tom, yes. what's your subject next week, mate? My subject next week will be um, the uh, Back to the Future. That's it. <laughs> right. So what? The Back the, to the, the, tri- the trilogy. The first film? Back to the Future. So you're leaving it open, so I can just ask you three, que- like five no, no, questions no, no. on the, the third future. film. Because it's so not you back- only the first one. Well, it's not called Back to the Future 1. Ah, okay, yeah. There you go. It'd be weird if it was. Yes, but I would I would describe Back to the Future as uh, an entity, as a... Uh, mm, I would say the Back feeling. to the Future. Yeah. A copyright, a copyrighted product that I yeah. would use no, I as an umbrella for all three of the films and its merchandise and any books. You're probably right. I probably, yeah, and I think if I wanted that as a quiz, I would probably say the Back to the Future franchise. Okay, well, what you should say is Back to the Future, the first film only. Mm, listen, you write the questions, and next week we'll see if they're right. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what, Tom? I will write the questions. We'll see if they're right. We'll see if they're right. You, oh, you see what, I'm you see Tom. What I am gonna. If you give me I'm any Back to the Future franchise I'm questions, gonna... if, you, you, if you step one foot you outside of Back to the wait. Future, right? When you step I give one, you the multiple you choice, you dare. from Google. But I get uh, first week. It's got to be first week questions. Remember, first okay. week, absolutely, yeah, sure. It will be the first week. Maybe. In the quiz I wrote, I read to Pat. I chose the ones where the, it had the majority of people had answered. It was a que- it was an ultimate lost season pre quiz. It's a lovely, that's a lovely thing that you've done. So it's his week one. I appreciate it. I'll yeah. give you a week one. I'll give you a week one. To, oh, yeah. I'll give you a week one to remember, buddy boy. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah. In, so fact, right, genuine, in fact, you know genuinely. what? You know what? Scrap that. Not Back to the Future. I'll have Nirvana, please. Do you want Nirvana? <laughs> you don't want Nirvana. I don't want Nirvana. You want, you've got Back to the Future. Yeah. I'm genuinely looking forward to it. I'm sorry if my tone says different, but I'm, I, re- I really enjoy hanging out with you guys for an hour yeah. a week. Yeah, it's great. It's fun. <sighs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you to Jimmy Train Weirdos. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can via realnamejoe at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> TTA pod, or you can uh, 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 at TTA pod, yeah, oh, pod gmail.com, um, Instagram, Facebook at TTA pod. Uh, anything <laughs> further to add, lads? Um, um, yeah, only get in touch with us on Instagram and Facebook if they're back up and running. 
Otherwise, yes. stay the Otherwise, hell away. Stay yeah. in your lane. Stay in your um, lane. Just uh, look after yourself, guys. Oh. Just be, just yeah, be, be kind to each other, and to yourselves. I'm glad you added but that just, bit because the first bit sounded a bit like a threat. <laughs> yeah. Watch out, guys. <laughs> look after yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Look after yourself. Oh, are we gonna are we gonna do our look after um, yourself? Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others, or Joe's gonna f you up. <laughs> I will fucking hurt you. <laughs> you be kind to others, or fucking hurt you. <laughs> I was just thinking because it's October now. Are we gonna um, are we gonna do one of our classic Halloween specials? Yeah. It's yeah. It, generally on Halloween every year we sort we forget that it's Halloween and we sort of just sort of mention it but I thought this year we could mention it in the lead up but still do just as little to celebrate Halloween in the final episode yeah still forget it sounds like something we would do I mean it's like so if I can we start bigging it up right guys it's spooky month yeah (laughs) we're in Halloween now guys (laughs) yeah got your death day parties ready oh you wait until our spooky Halloween spectacular 2021 game. Sp- spooktacular. Oh wow! <laughs> Did you just come up with that? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I can't. But... You guys, honestly, you can... we've got so much planned. I really hope we don't forget it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Aud- audible uh, pumpkin carving. <laughs> if you have oh, to hear God. me on the podcast, that, yeah. oh, with the. The audio, audible pumpkin carving with the Steptoe and Sun music in the background <laughs> for an hour. Please, can we do it? <laughs> Just with the occasional... <laughs> <laughs> and when I say the occasional one near the start... <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll tell listeners to listen out for a surprise at the end. You've got, you've got to say it. Just... But you listen to the whole thing or you won't get it. Yeah. But genuine listeners, I'm genuinely on your... On your side with that. Just... Oh, did you did you hear the post credit last week? Oh yeah, yeah, furious. I won't do it. I won't do it this week. I won't do it this week. My favorite favorite bit is that bit. <laughs> I think it was ruined. No, I don't. No one got in touch about it, so I assume everyone turned off. The <laughs> because they knew what was happening. Yeah. Ah, what already be said. Is my name is Tom Toll. My name is Patrick Holland. And I'm Joe Powell. Be kind to yourselves. <laughs> this has been After All This Time. Always. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>